0: You are Locked On Dynasty Football, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Here are your hosts, Matt Williamson and Ryan McDowell.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. Today's episode is brought to you by On Location. On Location is the official hospitality partner of the NFL and is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Visit OnLocationExp.com slash SB56 for more information or search Super Bowl On Location. Welcome to the Locked On Dynasty Football Podcast. I'm your host, Ryan McDowell. Follow me on Twitter at RyanMC23. Joining me as always is Matt Williamson. Find Matt on Twitter at WilliamsonNFL. Matt, how's it going?
0: Couldn't be better. You know, we're deep into the season now. Hopefully, we're trying to get some answers in this crazy league. Weather's hitting. You know, I mean, a lot of a lot of things to decipher, and you know, the fantasy playoffs are right around the corner here.
1: Weather is definitely hitting. We had yeah, snow. But... Uh, we had snow on Monday night. We had some some very windy games on Sunday. We've got snow here in Kentucky. Whoa! Uh, yeah, I know. I know. Not much. Not much. But uh, yeah, definitely a reminder that that's the point of the year that we are in. Uh, You know, some of my leagues, Matt actually started playoffs this past week. So I know, I know a lot of teams are still a week or two away from that. Uh, I've, I've got a one set of leagues that has to start early, several teams, more than your typical 12 team league. Um, yeah, it, it, it's rough. Playoffs, playoffs with bye weeks are not a good, uh, not a good combination. No, that's
0: not quite fair in my opinion. But oh well.
1: Matt, it is Wednesday. We're talking dynasty player value, and today we're going to do that by taking a look at brand new DLF Dynasty ADP for the month of December. As I uh, have said on here before, every month we do mock drafts, even during the regular season. Uh, to, just to get a gauge on that changing player value. Lots of different ways to do that. Check out rankings. Uh, check out uh, tools like the Trade Finder that we talked about yesterday. That'll give you a good, uh, a good idea of how player value is changing. But I love having that uh, monthly ADP to look at. And as we always do, Matt, we've got some big changes this month. Uh, Matt, if you remember back in November, we had a brand-new 101 in the dynasty, uh, the DLF Dynasty ADP, and it was that rookie wide receiver, Jamar Chase. Uh, before we take a look at this month's data, uh, a month removed, how are you feeling about Jamar Chase as the November 101 in our ADP?
0: Yeah, we may have gotten a little ahead of ourselves <laughs> there with that. Yeah, I mean, I love him, don't get me wrong. He's great, but... Is he noticeably better than Boyd and especially Higgins? Eh, maybe not, you know? And, um,
1: well, and he's not noticeably better than Justin Jefferson. That's really uh, the point.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what I was going to say next. And and CD Lamb and some of these other guys that are in that tier, um, you know, and less body of work to go off of. So, no, he should not be number one.
1: Yeah, he he's not number one, you know. Spoiler alert: we'll 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 dive into the top, uh, at least the top twelve here today. Maybe uh, maybe a few extras as well. Uh, Jamar Chase did not retain that that one hundred and one spot this month, and and in fact, probably since he claimed that that spot in uh, in November, he's he's on a little bit of a cold streak. So he's he's dropped a little bit. It's no surprise who the one hundred and one is at this point, Matt. It is. Jonathan Taylor, the Indianapolis Colts, uh, young running back, second year, and and just on a tear himself, uh, dominating defenses all around the league and and carrying teams, fantasy teams, to the playoffs. Uh, Thoughts on Jonathan Taylor as the Dynasty 101?
0: Yeah, it's an easy one. I mean, it really is. I mean, he's a decent receiver. He's in a great position. He's a dominant runner. The, you know, the production's there, the talent's there, the youth is there, the best might be yet to come. Um, I think it's pretty clear that he's number one.
1: Just 22 years old is Jonathan Taylor, and uh, we, we talked about some of those uh, veteran running backs on yesterday's show who have have lost value this season. Uh, McCaffrey, Cook, Kamara, <clears throat> and, and Barkley all have dealt with, uh, with injuries and with missed time, and it's hurting their value, obviously, but it makes a guy like Jonathan Taylor, who is just twenty two years old, even more valuable uh and and really sets a sets a tear gap between taylor and and almost everybody else
0: yeah, I agree i mean it's it's the perfect storm right now for him.
1: The one point o two is a name we've already mentioned. it's not Jamar Chase, but it's his former teammate. Justin Jefferson, Minnesota Vikings, second year wide receiver. And, and just as Jamar Chase has kind of hit this cold streak in, in November and early December, Justin Jefferson has been heating up. Now we've got Adam Thielen out of the lineup uh, for at least one week. We would expect Jefferson's just going to dominate this offense the rest of the season and, and maybe for the next several years.
0: Yeah, I, I do this stat, you know, Matt Stats for uh, for the Steelers, for, for Steelers.com. And I mentioned, you know, the, the Vikes are this coming's opponent. I just did a little bit of homework on Jefferson and just happened to have these stats right in front of me. I mean, he has 577 receiving yards over the last four games. I mean, he has eight games this year with at least 80 receiving yards. Uh, he has... Eleven hundred yard games in his sh- very short career, a little over a year and a half. So, almost forty percent of his games played, he has he gets he ends up with a hundred yards.
1: I mean, it's crazy. Whew. Un- unreal. Just twenty two years old uh, is Justin Jefferson, and I think. You know, if you're if you're making a case for anyone else besides uh, besides Taylor as the 101, it, it, it's got to be it's got to be Jefferson.
0: If you prefer to invest in receivers and running backs, I understand that approach. And that would be the one to do it
1: with. So we had a running back at the top wide receiver at the one point oh two spot. Uh, we're back to running back at one point oh three. And it's your guy, Najee Harris, the 1.03 third overall pick. In a dynasty startup, does that feel a little rich to you? Probably not.
0: Um, he would be my three. It, all these feel a little rich that we're going to talk about going okay. forward. You know, so uh, you know, in comparison, no. Um, my worry about Harris. The more and more I watch him, of course I like him, but he's not as special of a explosion player, as some of these other backs will mention. I mean, he is going to be a really high-end compiler, even if the Steelers' line gets better. I mean, he's not going to break off 30-yarders and things like that. And that just lends itself to more hits. I mean, it's just, you know, a durability question.
1: We saw a lot of talk, at least on uh, on Twitter, following Sunday night's game, in which uh, Javante Williams had the Denver backfield to himself and oh, and, yeah. and put on a show, uh, a, a really big game, and, and he was the RB one last week. But there was a lot of Harris versus Javante talk uh, in, in the the, the couple of days since that Sunday night game. Um. And a, and a lot of people, it seems, prefer Javante Williams. There, I'll, I'll go ahead. And, I understand it. I'll go ahead and tell you, Javante Williams is not in our top twelve. He's not in in the first round here. If we redid this ADP today, if we started right now instead of uh, a, a week ago, I think Javante Williams might be in the top twelve and, and could potentially even be ahead of Najee Harris. Maybe I'm not sure. I could put him ahead of Harris.
0: But that, trust me, we did used to, my Steelers show, we would do a mock draft, an NFL mock draft, every day leading up to the draft for months. And we would go to these mock draft calculators, and very often we ended up with Harris or Williams for the Steelers. I mean, we adored both players, had very similar grades on both, had no qualms with them taking Harris over Williams. But I think Williams has a little more juice, and yeah. I don't think Gordon will be in his way. You know, So I think he should be probably the third running back on this list, and he isn't.
1: Yeah, yeah, I think that makes sense. Well, we'll we will get into who the third running back is along with the rest of the top 12 right after this.
0: Super Bowl 56 at SoFi is less than 100 days away, and On Location, the official hospitality partner of the NFL, is the only place to score a -a once-in-a-lifetime Super Bowl ticket and experience package. Select your exact seats and choose from elite experiences featuring exclusive pregame celebration with NFL legends, five-star LA hotels, and food by the great Wolfgang Puck. Uh, Visit On Location, Xbox, eh, EX, Dot com slash SB 56, so X, exp.com slash sb56 so that's exp.com slash sb56 for more information or search Super Bowl on location that's on location exp.com slash sb56 or search Super Bowl on location let me tell you about bet online bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your sports action Baseball season's in full swing and you can track all that action at Bet Online, get the latest news, odds, information for all your sporting news needs, including Major League Baseball, NBA, NHL, even all your UFC, MMA action. They got so much going on here. So before the next pitch, head over to Bet Online on your laptop or your mobile device. It's super easy. And check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore, as this is your chance to get in the game. As teams prep for their runs for the playoffs as well, uh, head to the website and/or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit when you use our promo code Locked On, all one word, all caps. Locked On—that's 50% welcome bonus. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
1: Thanks for making Locked On Dynasty your first listen every day. We are free and available on all platforms. We are back. We are talking December DLF Dynasty ADP today. Uh, we've hit on the first three players. No big surprise here. Jonathan Taylor is the new 101. He pushed Jamar Chase and everyone else out of the way as he uh just as he's been pushing defenders out of the way. He's the 101. Justin Jefferson is the uh the wide receiver one and the second overall player. And then Matt's favorite guy, Najee Harris, is the <laughs> 1.03. Uh, we we both agree a little bit of a gap there from from Taylor and Jefferson down to Harris and the rest of this crew that we'll mention next. Jamar Chase, the, the name we've already mentioned a few times, is the one point oh four. Uh, no real surprise here, Matt. We we've already said it. it it's not like we're worried long term about this guy. A little bit of a of a rookie season slump here the past few weeks. Um, I'm still certainly valuing him as a, as a top five dynasty pick. Are you? Uh, close. I I would have a
0: hard time taking him over CD lamb. Okay. But I mean, that's my only concern, you know, if that's a concern. So in that, in that same tier. Yeah. They're both very bright and shiny and I love them both, but I'm not sure. I probably would take lamb ahead
1: of them. Do you have, do you have chase and lamb in the same tier as Justin Jefferson? Or do you see Jefferson on his own at this point?
0: Well, how many weeks ago did we do, you know, updated receiver rankings. And I remember saying there was five of them Mm -hmm. that I thought were all in the same tier and things change quick. I mean, I think it's pretty clear. Jefferson has to be one. So I guess he's in his own tier. Um, I know a name that's not on this list though. I think AJ Brown is still in that conversation.
1: Yeah, AJ Brown has definitely uh, definitely lost some value. He's a second yeah. rounder, Matt, in our dynasty ADP for the uh, for the first time in a while. He was tenth overall last month uh, and has fallen, as you said, out of the top twelve. Uh, injuries kind of catching up to him. Some other wide receivers, including Chase Lamb and Jefferson are producing and, and that's pushing them down a little bit. Uh,
0: screams by low for Brown to me.
1: Yeah, I, I could, I could get on board with that. Five overall is the RB three. We talked about who that could be. It's not Javante Williams. It is Deandre Swift. Uh, and, and some were, some were valuing and ranking Swift as high as the 1.01 overall uh, at points this season, like some of the veterans we've talked about, he's now dealing with an injury cost him last week's game. We'll see uh, how much more time he misses. If any, Th- there's a lot to like about Deandre Swift. I, mm-hmm. I don't know if I could use the top five pick on him.
0: Yeah, right. I mean, I, I might go receivers before I go here. Right. It seems a little rich, you know, even a an AJ Brown or a Metcalf. I could see going ahead of Swift. Because you know what's his, you know, long-term workload going to be? But I mean, he may end up having a very Austin Eckler-like Echler, career, which everyone would take.
1: Yeah, yeah, very true. Um, it, I guess he's my fourth back, though. I mean, behind Javante, though. So you have moved you have moved Williams up that, that high. Yeah, yeah.
0: I, I hadn't given it much thought till today, but yeah. I mean, I think Williams is closer to Najee than he is Swift.
1: The sixth overall uh, player here in our new December DLF Dynasty ADP, and, and we're going to continue the uh, the running back wide receiver flip-flop here. We, we had Swift at five, and it's your guy, C.D. Lamb, at six. Uh, I, I'm with you. I would at least take him over Swift. I would take him yeah. over – I think I would take him over Najee Harris as well. In fact, I definitely would. So I'd have Swift – uh, a little bit higher on this list, but no, no huge argument with him here, uh, showing up as the wide receiver three and the sixth overall pick.
0: Then I feel like there's
1: drop-off time. I agree. Yeah, <laughs> uh, this,
0: this neighborhood is not where <clears throat> I want to be shopping unless Javante Williams is in it.
1: Exactly, and, and this is this is why we would. This is why we're ready to push Javante Williams and and maybe AJ Brown back into the first round.
0: Yeah, exactly. Maybe S- even Metcalf. You know, like
1: 7 overall. Runner. Yeah, true. 7 overall Joe Mixon, we talked about him yesterday. Uh certainly on a hot streak. Uh his value's climbing. He he's moving up rankings. He's climbing ADP. I think this is probably a little too aggressive though. 7 overall for Joe Mixon, that veteran running back. I'm not I'm not using a first round pick on Joe Mixon at all. Certainly not at the 7 spot.
0: No, 100% agree and Everyone should go listen to yesterday's. I mean, we really talked a lot about Mixon. And one of the things we said, just to kind of jump ahead, McCaffrey is eight on this list. So I think we both agreed, you know, Mixon is worth more than McCaffrey, you know, in early December. But two months from now, McCaffrey's probably worth more than Mixon. And I would rather have DK Metcalf, AJ Brown, um, who... Starts to get a little thin after yeah, that. Javante but, Williams, yeah, yeah, oh, definitely Williams, without question. But yeah, I would have a whole real. I mean, I just frankly wouldn't do it. I'm not using the seventh overall pick in the startup on Joe Mixon.
1: You mentioned McCaffrey at eight. Uh, yeah, we, we we've talked about him quite a bit. I was honestly a little surprised he was even still in the first round. Yeah, um, coming off a, another serious injury and, and a season ender.
0: He's a rare producer, though.
1: Oh, for sure, for I sure. Mean, it's
0: strange, yeah. But they need Tomlinson, like,
1: you know. Ninth overall is DK Metcalf, another name you, you've thrown out a couple times, Matt. It sounds like you think he's too low on this list. I I actually was surprised he was so high because he too has been on a little bit of a cold streak. It, it is of course tied to uh, that C- Seahawks offense and Russell Wilson's struggles and. Uh, he he's not been great for the past month or so.
0: No, I, I do keep bringing him up because I lump him in with those five receivers I had in Tier 1 just a couple of weeks ago. But I would much rather have A.J. Brown. Um, I think I'm taking Metcalf over McCaffrey and Mixon. But I really fear that Metcalf's future, or next year, is going to be some Ryan Fitzpatrick, Jimmy Garoppolo throwing to him in Seattle on a two or three win team.
1: Well, and and you've, you've referenced those top five wide receivers a few times. And maybe that's, he's not in it anymore. It's Jefferson, Chase, Lamb, Metcalf, and, and A.J. Brown that you're talking yeah, about there. Right, right. Yeah, but at this point, I mean, you could argue if Jefferson's in his own tier, but I don't think Metcalf and Brown are in that tier. They're not close
0: to Jefferson. Maybe it's Jefferson,
1: Chase, Lamb, and then those guys. Or maybe it's Jefferson by himself and then the other four. But I don't think we can say any more that it's a top tier of five. Um, And then, of course, you've got the veterans. You've got the veterans in there, too.
0: The only thing I'd throw in on that conversation is, and it hasn't applied to this list yet, though, I definitely want A.J. Brown over Metcalf.
1: Yeah, I don't know if I would agree. Um, okay. I mean, they're I mean, they're they're at least rough. very close for me. Okay. Yeah, I think I think each have each have their own questions, uh, mostly centered around their offense and their situation, but throw in some some injury issues for AJB. Round, yeah. Matt, when we come back, we'll finish off the first round of our new December DLF Dynasty ADP. Folks, I want to
0: take a minute here to tell you guys about Built Bar. They've been a Really great sponsor and ally here to the entire Locked On Network and to my family as well. My son's 14. He's real into lifting weights now and working out. He just crushes Built Bars as soon as they pretty much walk in the door. Um, My wife is kind of a chocolate connoisseur, and she's real picky about the, you know, in these bars. Some of the chocolate you get on the outside is really waxy. Not the case at all with Built Bar. And there's 18 amazing flavors, including six new flavors, caramel brownie, cookies and cream, Cherry Barkada, Lemon Almond Cheesecake, Carrot Cake, Apple Almond Crisp to go around to go with the original twelve flavors. Uh, they're great for the health conscious guy or woman. Um, you lose weight while indulging in a delicious treat. Um, some of these, all these dip bars have a little bit different qualifications, but let's just pick one out of the air here. Peanut butter has nineteen grams of protein, one hundred eighty calories, only five grams of sugars, and five grams of net carbs. Um, how about cookies and cream? Only it has 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 grams of net carbs, and that's what you get with all these, which is unbelievable. So, go to builtbar.com, use our promo code LOCKED15, that's LOCKED15, all one word, and you get 15% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at builtbar.com.
1: Thanks for making Locked on Dynasty your first listen every day. Be sure to check out tomorrow's episode when Marcus and Kate preview the week 14 action around the league. Now make your second listen, Locked on Bets, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. Locked on Bets, hosted by your boy Q, with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It's free and available on all platforms. Just, just struggled, really, th- throughout the season. Matt Ryan's not been good. Calvin Ridley's not been out there, not been with the team for several weeks now, and, and really no indication that he'll be back anytime soon, unfortunately. This team is just bad, and, and I think Kyle Pitts is mostly – all right, we're back, Matt. We're talking Dynasty ADP from the month of December. Hot off the presses. Actually, not even hot off the presses. Not even on the DLF website yet. If you're looking for it, it will be there soon. Uh, so this uh, consider this a sneak peek at that ADP. Let's run over the names. We've talked about nine players so far. Jonathan Taylor is the new 101. Justin Jefferson, Najee Harris, Jamar Chase, DeAndre Swift round out the top five players, and then it's C.D. Lamb, couple veteran running backs, Joe Mixon at seven, Christian McCaffrey at eight, and D.K. Metcalf comes in at the nine spot. Three more guys to get through, Matt, for this first round, and then we'll uh, we'll hit on uh, hit on a few of the others as well. Tenth overall player is Tyreek Hill, uh, and actually. Uh, Tyreek Hill has the exact same ADP as DK Metcalf. So uh, those hmm. two players are, are basically tied for that nine spot. Uh, I, I would say which one of those guys you choose really comes down to how you're building a team or, or what your current team looks like.
0: Yeah, I tend to agree with that. Yeah. Um... Maybe there's a little bit of a bad taste in my mouth with Tyreek, just because I don't think that offense is quote fixed quite mm, yet, yeah. you know. And um, you know they they beat Denver handily, but Kelsey and Tyreek really weren't that involved, and Mahomes didn't have to do much. And I mean, obviously he has a lot of value, but I think a different conversation is more like Tyreek versus Devontae Adams.
1: Sure, sure, yeah. You can, uh, I, th- I think it's reasonable to. Group of those those veteran wide receivers Hill Adams Adams is not in our top twelve. Uh, Stefan Diggs in that similar age range also not in in the top twelve. But both of those players are in uh, in round two mm-hmm. and, and valued similarly. I, I would suggest so. Maybe a little surprise surprising based on that to see Tyreek Hill uh, here in the in the late first round. Eleven overall, and this is one I really want to get your thoughts on, Matt. Kyle Pitts, rookie tight end, one touchdown on the season. Uh, another player who's riding a cold streak here. We we've got this Atlanta offense that has, you know, a, a victim of that. It, it's not necessarily his fault, uh, but it's also tough to value him as a as a first round startup pick given what we have seen so far.
0: Yeah, it, it, that's 100% true. I I don't love the names around them. I mean, a lot of these just come down to, well, then who would you take? You yeah, know? exactly. But boy, I mean, if I'm going all in as my first pick in a startup on a tight end, I better be very sure on them. And I'm quite sure, but uh, wouldn't I rather wait two or three rounds and take George Kittle, you know?
1: Yeah. And I think, I think that's definitely one of the arguments. And, and again, if you're building around that, that young asset in a dynasty league, you've already talked about the name AJ Brown. Would you rather have AJ Brown? Would you rather have Javante Williams, the young running back instead of the young tight end? And, and I mean, we, we discussed it a few weeks ago on that tight end ranking show, just the, the position as it is every year is, is so ugly uh, with with a couple of top producers and then just just kind of disaster everywhere else. It's it's what we've seen um, this year, but perhaps this year it's been even worse. Kittle missed quite a bit of time. Now Darren Waller is missing time. Uh, Kelsey, Kelsey's taking a little step back. Yeah. Kelsey's the, the tight end one, but it doesn't feel like it really, uh, especially over the past few weeks. So to me uh, – Kyle Pitts is still my dynasty tight end one. I sure, I, sure. I don't have long term concerns about him. I'm just not sure I'm spending that first round pick on him either. But you bring up a good question. If if it's not him, who is it? Because uh the names I consider Cooper Cup there, maybe. Right. Cooper Cup not in the first round. He's another mm-hmm. player that is in the second round. Maybe you you want to take Cooper Cup and, and shoot for some younger assets later in the draft. Um, a, lo- a lot of running backs here. We'll go ahead and talk about the, the 12th overall player is Alvin Kamara. That one surprised me. Uh, but beyond that, you're talking about Saquon Barkley and Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler. Those uh, Dalvin Cook, those are all players that show up soon after this. I'm not taking any of those guys either. So maybe I'm fine
0: taking them in the second round, mid second round, late second round, but not in this neighborhood, not
1: 10, 11, 12 overall. Maybe, maybe Pitts by process of elimination does belong here.
0: It's kind of feeling that way. I mean, if you were, if you were to go to Adams or cop or AJ Brown, I I'm on board with that. Certainly Javante Williams. We've talked about him a lot. Um, Uh, here's one thing I just want to throw out at you. and It probably doesn't change his value much, but from what I understand, and I'm getting ahead of myself with draft prep, this is supposed to be a very good tight end draft. Do you look at it and think, yeah, there won't be another Kyle Pitts coming in the league, but if there's three or four of them on the first two rounds, maybe the position's a little stronger than we think.
1: Yeah, I don't That's know. That's a lot
0: of getting ahead of ourselves.
1: It, it, well, it it is and I mean Kyle Pitts there's there's not been another there won't be another one. Like th- that there's before. not a, there's not been a player like him. I mean there've been other rookie tight ends to produce certainly at a high level, but the expectations that are that are placed on this this guy and uh, I mean we've seen him in in some drafts, not mock drafts, actual dynasty startup drafts go 101 first overall player taken taken ahead of Taylor and Jefferson and and everyone else. I think that's going too far, but that's, that's kind of how he's being valued. And he's certainly being valued as a first rounder. This is two months in a row now that he's come in uh, and finished in the top 12, according to our ADP at DLF. So it's, this is where the value is. and and every time I, I mention this or share it on Twitter or, or anywhere else, I get the feedback that Pitts is too low, that he should be valued wow. higher. And again, when you look at the names, do I want him over Tyreek Hill or Christian McCaffrey or Joe Mixon? Yeah, maybe. Probably. Maybe. Yeah, Definitely so, over the two running backs. Right. So maybe we, we've gone from too high to too low in, in five minutes of talking about it, Matt. Yeah. I mean, again, it's just...
0: I feel like we do. I take this approach a lot when we have this conversation over the last year or so, not every year. I just don't know that, you know, seven through 15 in a startup draft is where I want to make my pick. You know, I'm trading up or trading down, preferably down. You know, I, I just don't love that neighborhood.
1: I think it's different every year. And, and no, last, it is, it is. Yeah, last year I, I loved that late first round range. Um, because, you, you, I mean, Jamar Chase and, and Najee right. Harris were in that range. And, you get both uh, of them. Right, you, exactly. And now those younger players, Chase and Harris and, and Lamb and Swift, have pushed down those veterans to that late first uh, and then really throughout the second round. There's not many second-round picks I'm excited to make here as as cornerstone pieces for my sure. team right now. And, and, of course, that's going to change, and, and we're going to see – Uh, we're going to see the young players continue to rise. The veterans continue to fall. And then in in a couple months, in a few months, we'll add some rookies in there and really shake things up. But uh, right now I I would agree with you. I I want an early pick or I want to move way down. I'm not excited about picking in the late part of the first round.
0: No, I mean, there were guys, and again, this always changes, but it was different when there was, Dobbins and acres and Gibson and some of these guys I really liked. And then this year changed my opinion on them. Some of them just because of injuries, of course, or, you know, maybe ATN. I mean, I'm reaching on that one probably, but you know, you get the idea.
1: Sure. Sure. Yeah. A lot of those, a lot of those guys did not pan out for injury or, or other reason. And I do think once we get into the off season, we see some of those same names start to creep back up into the second round. Uh, maybe I think even Dobbin's there. and Acres are going to gain some steam. Yeah, yeah, for sure. That does it for today's show. Please make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast. Remember to follow the show at Locked On Dynasty. Follow Matt at Williamson NFL, and I'm Ryan Mc23. We'll be back next time with more Locked On Dynasty.